Okay, so I am going to dial Ben's number, doing it again from memory. And I know this isn't really impressive to anybody else, but I am actually talking all the way through it this time. I have dialed Ben's number, talking all the way through it. Very impressive. People are astounded. Oh, and I have, uh, I'm eating something. Oh, Ben isn't, oh, here he is. Hey, Ben. Paul Goody, how's it going? It's going pretty good. I apologize, but I'm eating a little bit on the podcast right now. It's, uh, it's not me you got to apologize to. It's our, uh, it's our listener who really hates that. Yes, I apologize to the listener ahead of time. Um, but it's not going to last the entire podcast. It's just to the very beginning. <laughs> uh, and these are Lithuanian cookies I got a really long time ago. Uh, they, I'm, a, I'm assuming these are just snacks and not your dinner. Mm, that is correct. I have not eaten dinner yet. Um, we may or may not go walking after this, Betty and I. We go walking every day. Right. But it just got cold. Like, now. Now is the time that it is cold. <laughs> like today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like 80 yesterday or something weird like that. Oh, well, what is it down to now? Like, uh, 68? Oh, no, like, uh, 40-something? Ah. 48, I think. That's a, wild, that's a wild shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all about, the Midwest is all about wild shifts, really, when it comes to right. weather, for sure. Uh, so how are things in, uh, in Seattle? What's the weather like out there? I don't know. I've gone outside today. Um, it's, uh, it looks like it's mostly cloudy. Uh, temperature is probably around, uh, upper fifties, lower sixties. Hmm. Nice. What's the, uh, what's the air quality like? The, it's pretty good. Actually. We haven't had any terrible days for quite some time. Very good. That's good to hear. I'm pleased yeah. at the uh, speed at which your atmosphere recovered. Yeah. It, uh, well, I mean, it didn't seem like it was recovering very speedily when we were right in the thick of it. All right, and all right. it was very unhealthy to even be outside. I got to tell you, though, I'm really happy that it's, uh, you know, I the smoke doesn't really bother me. Mm -hmm. uh, at least not noticeably. Uh, who knows what uh, horrors life in wait for me if you, uh, further down the road. But the one thing I like about having good air quality here in Seattle is uh, to cool my apartment off at night, I like to open up my window mm -hmm. and turn the fan on. Oh, right. And, uh, you know, when, it, when it's hot and muggy and smoky, you can't really do that unless you want your entire apartment to smell like campfire. Yeah, which which I actually wouldn't mind. Campfire, pretty good smell as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's a good smell, but you want to be able to get away from it eventually. Mm, I suppose so. <laughs> I imagine at one point in time, I don't know if you remember this, um, a tribe of people who would just burn huge sections of forest. Okay. In in a, in a sort of a winter type of place. <laughs> They're called loggers. Hey, wait a second. Maybe that's why. Okay, this tribe that I'm talking about, they wear like overalls <laughs> and flannel shirts a lot, and they carry axes. Yeah. 
A lot of a lot of yellow, uh, big yellow machines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Running on gas uh, mostly. Yeah, um, uh, and they high vis vests, and they just step on little critters. Yeah, I know what kind of tribe you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, one of them though is really huge, like really, really, really huge. <laughs> and when he makes flapjacks, it's in a gigantic pan, and the people uh, roller skate uh, or ice skate using pats of butter. <laughs> on the pan to to make it he's got a big blue ox too it's crazy yeah paul bunyan paul bunyan <laughs> paul bunyan oh man bed this is great why paul bunyan uh the the late night cabaret videographer and his big blue ox cord come on his big Blue ox, co- oh ox cord. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's my joke. That's what I. Hey, there you go. Uh, I brought, I brought my ox cord. If you need, I don't know if you guys have a, have a hookup here. Uh, do you got, a, do you got, a, do you, do you, I got an adapter. Do you need an ox cord adapter? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Uh, that cartoon was awesome, by the way. When we were kids, and it was on the Disney Channel, uh, all like every day. Which, which one? Uh, Paul Bunyan. The, Paul, Paul, yeah, Paul Bunyan. What? I yeah, never... You know, no, what? Have you not seen this? It's from like the 50s, and it's Paul Bunyan, and he is... Uh, he enters into a contest to see who can chop down the most trees in a given amount of time. Paul Bunyan and his axe, who, and, you know, Paul Bunyan, he's a what? giant. Or a nebbish um, scientist who's built a tree cutting machine. Wow, it sounds a whole lot like John Henry, the steel driving man. As yeah, well, except this is except this is Paul Bunyan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's and um, very American. Uh, they lose. Uh, Paul Bunyan loses to the uh, to the machines by like I don't know, uh, 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 less than an inch, I think. Wow. And so he and Babe, the big blue ox, go up into the north and uh, they they wrestle and they create all the lakes that you see in minnesota yeah well you know that's actually something that uh that happened uh but no <laughs> a giant I, I, wrestling a big blue ox sorry created, uh, the land of lakes what what i mean to say is that that's part of the the tall tales of paul so they they did they yeah. didn't <laughs> i was about to say they didn't make it up my gosh uh what <laughs> no ben i'm a i'm a paul bunyan truther he's out there <laughs> Uh, welcome. For... If you're just joining us, welcome to Bunyan Gate, uh, <laughs> Mr. Goody. You're on. You're online too. What do you have to say about the fact that many of these uh, Paul Bunyan stories are just made up? I I, I refuse to believe it. Uh, my enemies are everywhere. And uh, speaking about which, Ben, let's do Paul <laughs> yes. gonna guess the news. Paul gonna guess the news. I have stayed away from all the news, and so I'm ready for you to. To hit me with something. Oh, by the way, I should point out this. Uh, in no segment of Paul Gonna Guess the News did uh, we cover Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying? Uh, I think, did she die before b- before the, we started doing this? Okay. We were, this is only like the third week. Because I, I got to say, uh, I would I would have lost. I would not have. Well, I don't know. Did you not depending know on, that? Depending on your, on your well, I, I, know, I know it now, but... <laughs> I didn't know it uh, for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, not a whole, 
Yeah. I, I, not a whole lot of news happening other than um, everything that's coming out during... Uh, uh, well, speaking of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I guess this can be Paul, part of Paul going to guess the news. Mm. What's going on right now in uh, Washington, D.C. that's uh, got everybody all head over heels? Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, it, they they haven't buried her, and now they are going to, and there's a funeral for no. her. No, they buried her. She, okay. she, she was the first. Oh, this is funny. Uh, uh, she was the first woman to lie in state at the Capitol. Oh, really? Yeah. That is kind of impressive. In the year 2020. Well, yeah, that part isn't impressive. Um, <laughs> but but the fact that that yeah, that's that's good. I like that. I should have said I should have said head over heels. That's the that gives you the wrong impression of this yeah. event. It's uh, that, it's got everybody all a Twitter. Oh, um, okay. I can do this. Let me think. Um, oh. Oh, okay, okay. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is dead. So, obviously, uh, there's a Supreme Court thing happening. Like, they don't have enough What's people, it? so they they don't have any case. Oh, or they're nominating somebody. Not only have they nominated somebody, they are in the process of confirming this person. What? Who is yeah, this person? Senate- the Senate right now is holding confirmation hearings on one judge, Amy Coney Barrett, who describes herself as a constitutional originalist, which is funny because the Constitution, the original Constitution, uh, women weren't allowed to serve on the Supreme Court. Ah! <laughs> oh, boy. That's... She's, she's all about, uh, she's, she's uh, pro-life. Mm. Uh, oh, and she is all about taking away health care, uh, any, anything that you can imagine a uh, super conservative what would want to do to establish precedent. Well, the, she's your gal. Well, that's great. And who would have thought that that would have happened except for everybody? Um, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, there, there was, there was a, uh, the, there was a bit on the daily show. Somebody told me about this bit that Trevor Noah did on the daily show. One thing that happened after, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Trump and the Senate majority wasted no time in saying they were going to confirm a new judge before the election, which of course, if you remember what happened four years ago. Oh yeah, sure. Of um, course. yeah. Um, when they when they found Amy Coney Barrett, uh, the Republicans, uh, because they're considered tasteless, uh, started uh, selling merchandise, calling her notorious ACB. Now, if you'll uh, if you'll recall, that was the nickname given to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, notorious RBG. Well, so Trevor Noah said that uh, they you know they got this all wrong. If if they're they got to look at the source, right? If you're looking at the notorious B.I.G., you got to go to Tupac for A.C.B. and call her Thug Pro Life. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well, and also uh, I thought it was clever. R.G. R.G.B. Wait, R.B.G. and B.I.G. is only one letter off, kind of. You got to swap them a little bit. So I think that's why they were calling her that. R.G.B.I.G. RBG. Well, it's a notorious, the notorious B.I.G. Right. The nor- 
So so it Biggie. ends in G. So it makes more sense. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so yeah. Uh, well, that's great. Um, so that's happening. Well, super majority. Uh, um, that, that's the only like other than just election foolishness. That's the only. That's the only other news I can think of. Well, that's uh, that's good. I mean, that's, I could look up some news. Well, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still, I'm still thinking about it. Um, Coronavirus is still ravaging the nation. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, here's something fun. Uh, <laughs> and and this is something for our listeners to write to us about, if they know, because I personally do not know what this is referencing, but I'm going to uh, read something. That got sent out to us. Uh, this is we're in we're in what's known as District Seven. That is okay. our that is our school. Uh, right. District Seven. Uh, <clears throat> here I'm reading from a from a letter that I received. Verbatim. District Seven families. It has been brought to the district's attention that at last night's board of education meeting. An inappropriate comment was heard coming from a live microphone. Uh-oh. Uh, very passive voice there. An yeah. inappropriate comment was heard coming from a live microphone. We have reviewed the video, and while we are not able to identify who made the comment, I want to make clear that District 7 does not condone inappropriate or disparaging language of any kind. This comment does not reflect the values of the board or district administration and is not consistent with the level of mutually respectful discourse we expect. We intend to take steps to ensure this is clear to anyone who attends District 7 board meetings. Uh, and then it goes on. But here's the thing, Ben. Then it goes on from there, yes. From the amount of passive voice and the way that that's written, I'm thinking the disparaging comment was made from a board member. Uh, I, uh, I not only that it sounds like it was made by the person who wrote the letter a little bit yeah <laughs> um it reminds me of this thing where uh there was a guy uh this happened in St. Louis uh there was a guy who um was a 911 operator uh there was a family who uh had a gas leak uh during Thanksgiving and the 911 operator is saying, you guys obviously just had a little bit much to drink. You should just settle down and stop calling here. Uh, that that basic, uh, they ended okay. up, uh, you know, being hospitalized and stuff like that. Right. And there was a spokesman for the 911 switchboard who was like, we don't know who it was and we may never know who it was. <laughs> and his voice... Even if it wasn't him, sounded exactly like the guy that was on the nine one one call. Was, oh no, kidding! It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> I was. You may never know. Yeah, I was a younger. I was a younger kid at the time, but still, I thought that was hilarious. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that the the big thing that I'm wondering though is what was the comment? What was they'll, the they'll never tell you. I mean, oh, the the one other thing. This will be. This is the the other section of that letter, uh, yeah. which was 
I want to take a moment to thank everyone for their input and involvement in taking surveys that help us plan for the second semester. It is important to get feedback from parents, students, and staff about how these unprecedented times we are in impact District 7. The issues we are facing today evoke strong emotions and at times passionate opinions from everyone involved. To collaborate effectively, mm. it is important everyone is heard, and we want to ensure that that happens. To be constructive, all communication needs to continue to be civil and respectful of others. We have seen over the last several weeks incidents of emotion overshadowing a spirit of collaboration and consideration for all. As such, we will be reviewing our board meeting procedures to ensure that community voices can continue to be heard and that fairness, respect, and appropriate public discourse can be maintained at all times. All right. You know, it was it, it, to me, it, it, it sounds like a board member called somebody a bitch or something like yeah. that. Yeah, or I was going to say maybe sheeple, maybe somebody did uh, disparaging. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I don't know. The, the board is... Uh, we got sent a survey. They're trying to do a couple of things. Um, I think they want people back in schools. The state of yeah. Illinois does not. And I think yeah. that there's a big tension between the county uh, and the state. Now, it used to be that the county was like, well, it's all those people in Chicago that are causing <laughs> these things to happen. Uh, but now we've got... Uh, I think it's like 6,500 cases now yeah. in our county. And it do just people, keeps on when going you, up. When, when you're out and about on your walks, do you see, uh, like, what's the percentage of mask wearing that you see? Oh, that you it's encounter? me and Betty. And that's it. And that's it. Um, and we don't, <laughs> here's the thing. We don't wear our masks until we're around people either. Because okay. we're, you know, sort of by, but we have them in hand. And as soon as people come up, we put them on. Because it's, it's yeah. still sort of rural. It's not really rural, but it's sort of rural. But yeah, no. Uh, and they're eating inside now. Uh, yeah. It went down for a little bit. So they uh, I, they started letting people eat inside again. I was... Um, do you get nasty looks? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, well, not nasty looks. People don't... Let, they laugh and they shake their heads. Uh, so I, now we have masks yeah. that have big mustaches on them. So when people laugh and shake their heads, I just say to myself, well, they think the mustache is funny. And it makes me exactly. feel better. I was, um, yesterday I went down to my parents' house because my dad had a knee replacement yesterday. Oh, wow. And, uh, and I got a, I got a COVID test on last Saturday. Oh yeah. You told me about that. My, yeah, yeah. 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 And I quarantined in my apartment and, uh, it was negative. Of course. Um, I don't want to say, of course it was negative. Yeah. Thank God. And um, so uh, my sister picked me up and we drove down yesterday morning and we both were wearing masks in the car. Yeah. We wore masks when we were around my parents, you know, it, during the day when we weren't allowed at the uh, orthopedic. Center. It wasn't even a hospital. It was an orthopedic center, which kind of blew my mind. Um, you weren't allowed but in we, at the orthopedic center. We were not. Okay. We were not I, allowed I inside. For just a second, when you said we weren't allowed at the orthopedic center, they were like, you can't wear those masks in here. <laughs> no, they, they uh, there was only one person available, so my mom was there. Uh, my sister and I hung out at my parents' house for most of the day, waiting to get the call to go pick them up. Yeah. And um, 
I was I I stayed inside. I was watching TV, petting the dog. My sister was outside, uh, like reading a book because it was a sunny day. But this is all leading up to I'm establishing that we're being good. Hey, right? Yeah, and can we're I being... can I ask you a really quick question? And I uh, this is derailing yeah. your story, and I apologize. The dog. Don't worry. It's your parents' yeah. dog. <laughs> it's my parents' dog. Yeah. Um, how old were you when they got this dog? Oh, I was, I was, uh, the, they've had the dog for like 10 years. Okay. So I was well into my thirties and I uh, never lived with them okay. when they had the dog, but I'm, I'm fond of the dog. I like dogs. Yeah. 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 And, um, I, he's, he's an old dog, so, uh, he doesn't get around too much. He's just like sleeping all day. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we were leaving, so we're driving through downtown Yelm and if you don't, if you've never heard of Yelm, it's a very small town. It's rapidly growing actually, but it's a pretty small town. Uh, <laughs> about fifteen miles southeast of Olympia. Hey, hey Ben, uh, what's what? the what's the approximate population of Yelm? <laughs> well, it changes every day, Paul. I wouldn't we couldn't give a, a proper answer. <laughs> Just but for, it, it's for actually... the new listeners, uh, Ben and I are notoriously horrible <laughs> at guessing the population of of cities that we live in. Exactly. Uh uh, so it's a to to give you a sense of uh, its population. It is between the state government in Olympia and Fort Lewis, which is a large military mm-hmm. um, base there. So a, a lot of military, a lot of retired military, uh, a lot of retirees too, uh, just in general. But so we're driving through what feels like a very small town, and we stop at a stoplight. And I'm in the passenger seat, my sister's car, and we're right next to a bar. Mm-hmm. And there are people hanging out outside the bar, older gentlemen hanging out outside, smoking, not wearing masks. And one dude You can't wear a mask me. when you smoke. I mean, it's impossible. You can't. I mean, but they didn't they didn't have them uh nobody Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, no, I know. I'm sure not everybody standing outside was smoking, but nobody was wearing a mask. Right. I the dude, he 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 sees me inside my sister's car, and I'm wearing my mask inside the car, and it looks like the the way he looked at me, it looked like he wanted me to provoke him to like charge the car. Yeah, you know, I just got this nastiest, confused, like angry look from this dude, and I didn't like I you know we made eye contact and then I kind of like just turned away, tried to ignore him, but I kept him in the corner of my eye to see. All right, do I need to like lock the door? Yeah, <laughs> immediately. Nothing happened. We pulled away, but I thought that was just so odd. Like I got such. I felt you know maybe it wasn't hatred, maybe it wasn't confusion, maybe this guy just has resting jerk face, but uh, it just felt like it felt like in his worldview. I was doing something completely wrong. Well, I will say this. Um, I I know that, uh, and I'm not saying that he was a QAnon guy, but the QAnon people <laughs> uh, do not like people wearing masks. Uh, wearing the mask is bad. Yeah, you're uh, you're participating in psychological warfare. Uh, stuff like that. So. Who knows who's been talking Which is f- in his ear? Funny, yeah. I mean, it's funny too because uh, people who don't wear masks more likely to get sick. Yeah, yeah, it's true. More likely to you oh! know either you know have severe illnesses or die or at least at the very least change their mind. By the way, Betty and I both got our flu shot. Ah, oh, good for you. Now, if you know, uh, and I'm sure that if you listen to the podcast, you'll hear this. 
Uh, I uh, have had bad luck with flu shots. When I when I get the flu shot, and I should say that this was you know back in my twenties, yeah. uh, I would I would end up getting a fever and feel really bad. Uh, that has not happened. Right. Uh, and the reason I got the flu shot, of course, is because, you know, COVID-19 times make us right. think about herd immunity and babies and old people who can't get the flu shots right. and everything. And so, you know, we get the flu shot is how it works. Yeah. So well, uh, I've I've never gotten a flu shot. I'll get one this year just because it's the hip thing to do and everybody else is doing yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. why not? Exactly. Um, but it, the, the funny thing is. This year, of all years, I am the least susceptible to contracting the flu because I do wear my mask everywhere. I yeah. wash my hands every time I come home and, you know, multiple times a day. So Exactly. All that stuff works. And, yeah. again, I – I ba- you listen to the podcast. You'll, fu- you'll hear it. Me complaining about the people at work who came in when they had the flu. Yeah. And just the the – attitude of well you know i'm toughing it out without any regard for the other people in the office which is crazy there's also i mean yeah that's a that's a human instinct for some people to be like i you know i'm tough i can work while i have the flu but also there's a work culture thing going on that sometimes is propagated by the higher ups who's like who are like you know you don't you don't take sick days yeah, you're not allowed sick days unless you like are dying. Yeah, I think that's changing. I think um, uh, the last big company I worked at or contracted with, I didn't have any of the benefits, but I heard about these. Is that they have um, personal day? You can take personal days, so you can just not come into work for whatever. You don't have to give a doctor's note. Yeah. you don't have to give a reason. You you can just be, you have to schedule it. But uh, you can just be like, look, I'm not working this day. I mean, and it doesn't come off your sick day, and it's not considered a vacation day. I will tell you this. Uh, personal days, at least in the in the industry that I work in, personal days and sick days all come from the same pool. Uh, if you had sick days left over, you still have them, right? And you can yeah. use them if you like are hospitalized or whatever. Uh, they're in that pool now. They're in the um, short-term disability <laughs> pool, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Um, right. But, yeah, so you, they don't, basically the, the idea is that they don't police why you're taking the day off. Gotcha. You just, you just say, I'm taking this day off, um, and then it comes out of that pool. And here's the other thing that's kind of cool. If you don't use that, you're only allowed a certain amount a year. Uh, so if you if you banked it, you can uh, sell it off, sell it back to the company basically, and get money yeah, that for not taking kinda, days off. That that kind of happened to me when I was working at Vulcan. When I left, I had accrued a certain amount of vacation and a lot of sick days. Yeah, and. I got a I got a little bump on my uh, final paycheck for the vacation I never used, but I lost those sick days. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons because I never got I never got sick, and I know uh, you know, and I I never was like, oh, I'm just not coming into work today because I don't want to. I didn't never did that, so I had like 
something some like three weeks worth of sick sick leave built up. Oh man. Ben, it's time for a new segment. What's that? I probably said this before. <laughs> um I Well, in episode two forty three, I'm sure we've repeated ourselves quite some quite a bit. I, I at one point in time was working uh at a company nights. And the yeah. uh, the time shift happened during the night, so I ended up working eleven hours instead of ten. And yeah. I complained about it, and they said, "Well, don't worry. When it falls back, then you're going to be working nine hours instead of 10. But then they switched me to the right. day shift. <laughs> They're like, "Crap, he's onto us." So I never got those that time back. And you've held on to that. All this held on to it all the time. Oh, that's another thing. I'm not going to name the the watch brand company, but uh, Jennifer got me a pocket watch for her anniversary. Uh, I got her a cool. binary clock, um, which she is mad about because she doesn't do binary stuff. That's why I got her the clock because I'm a jerk. <laughs> oh, it gives you the time in binary. Yep. Uh, and but I also <laughs> I also got her like a bunch of electronic equipment. And stuff. We we had a good we had a good thing, but she got me a really cool pocket watch. The pocket watch uh, was broken, uh, so I'm getting a new one. And the guy who's sending me the new one sent me four package notifications. So I don't know what's happening. If he's actually sending me four <laughs> watches, and then. I send back all the ones that don't work. Four different four package different notifications? package notifications with four different tracking numbers. Okay, I don't get it. We'll have to see. Well, what happens. let me know. Let me know what happens. Yeah, and now here's another thing that's strange. I bought these uh, two comic books. Um, yeah, which, by the way, uh, between you, me, and the listener, I bought with Cole Hornaday money. She sent me for uh, being on the panel jumper. Uh, oh, yeah. Which was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not expect it, but I appreciated it. Uh, so we're I thought happy, we were happy to, to spread that around. What better thing to do than to buy comic books with it? So I bought totally these. Uh, there are these Spanish comics that were around in the 1950s. They're supposedly really, really good. Uh, I ordered them from this guy. Uh, well, I ordered one of them from this guy for, uh, you know, the first the first um, in the series. And he said, hey, just, so you know, I've got the second in the series, too. If you want that one, just order it and I'll, I'll waive the shipping fee and give you uh, five dollars off. And I was like, sure, I'd wow. like both of these. Cool. And then he wrote to me and he said, hey, these look really good. I think I'm going to read them before I send them to you <laughs> now. I'm all for being friendly and everything, but it took me aback. I was like, what? And of course, you know, they're used books. I, I don't right. see a, a problem with him doing that, but it was Did weird. Did you ask him how fast of a reader he no, was? No, I didn't. Also, they're all in Spanish. Uh, and that doesn't mean that he doesn't read Spanish, but, you know, it's kind of interesting. All that yeah. I know is uh, pretty weird. Pretty yeah. a pretty no, that, pretty weird that, kind of that's unusual. Yeah, so so I've got that in the back of my head. Um, I've <laughs> but the thing is I've I, been dealing with yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I was 
finish it. Finish your thought. And okay. Then I'll tell you what I was but say. the thing is that I have another Spanish comic book that's arriving tomorrow. Yeah. So I mean, it's if I don't get those two right away, it's not really going to hurt me that much. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, crazy uh, shipping snafus, yeah. I uh, I don't know if I told you this, but I'm I'm building a computer. Oh, that's cool. Uh, you and I'm, Jennifer uh, could have a lot to talk about. She builds computers. Yeah. So so I um well my computer is intended to be my home hackintosh. Ah. Um. Uh, uh, AJ and I built a my my current work computer, which is a hackintosh. But he did like almost everything. I basically just bought all the parts and stood around while he told me what he was doing. Yeah. Um, but I thought, oh, well, okay, that sounds fine. I'm going to do it on my own. And I bought everything, a mixture of Amazon and Newegg.com. And can I, and, can I ask you, how much did all yeah. the parts cost you in total? All the parts cost me, uh, $1,200. Okay. That's not bad. That's, that's including taxes and shit. Okay. Good, good, good. It, but it, you know the 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 Mac Mini I was looking at to get would have been like th- over three thousand dollars. Yeah. So and this is I'm like this I'm is saving. comparable in your uh, yeah uh, the running the, stuff. The techs are pretty comparable. Yeah. So everything comes in within like you know I don't know three days four days, yeah. um, except one very important part. The power supply. Wow. The power. The power supply. I didn't know this when I when I when I bought the thing. I don't even know if, if it told me, um, but it's coming from China, and I. It's probably on a boat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean right now. <laughs> uh, the, it, the tracking notification says international tracking, eight to thirty business days. Wow. And I I ordered everything on Friday, October second. Today, as we're recording this, it's Thursday the 15th. It has yet to reach the USPS to, to get to me. So this morning, I went on Amazon. I'm like, well, screw it. How fast can I get it from Amazon? I'm So I so Amazon says, yeah, we got one of those. We'll send you it tomorrow. Oh, man. So I, I, I had to make a choice. I'm like, well, should I just wait to... Get this, you know, this other thing, which could be two more weeks from or, now. Or, depending on, you know, pirates and stuff, maybe never. May- maybe never. So, I went ahead and I bought a second one from Amazon. I'll be getting it tomorrow, which is, you know, because uh, c- I was also looking at my schedule. I'm like, I got nothing really going on this weekend. I would be fun to set up my Hackintosh this weekend. Yeah. So, uh... I'm, so right now I'm debating on whether or not I should uh, send the other one, the first one, back, or just keep it like as a spare. Keep it as a spare. Who knows? Maybe someone else will need one. Yeah, that's what I would Who do. Who knows? Oh, speaking about which, um, you know how I said I yeah. bought Jennifer a bunch of electronic equipment. Uh, there's a store here in in the St. Louis area called Gateway Electronics. It was, you know, uh, how, um. Yeah, at Archie McPhee, they've got the back room where they have all the like medical supplies and and weird yeah. uh, like car radio knobs or whatever. It's yeah. like that, but all electronic okay. equipment. And so we went in. Cool, kind of like Radio Shack used to be. Sort of, but less organized. 
a lot of bins of stuff and that kind of. <laughs> so there's a sign on the on the wall that said, "Want to buy an electronics store?" Because they're going out of business. And uh, I don't want to buy an electronics store, but I kind of do, but I don't. I wonder how much. I wonder how much an electronics store costs. Uh, more than I have. I know that probably. Yeah. Um, well, that's why you, that's why loans exist. Right, right, right. But no. Uh, do you want to quit your well-paying job and and uh, spend your life trying to keep a, a an outdated store afloat? Yeah. Uh, being sold by the person who had it for a really long time. Uh, and you know, that's the thing is if the person, uh, who was doing this for a living, you know, uh, says, well, I can't do this anymore, but I'll tell you what you (laughs) need to, uh, yeah, stay, stay scared. But the, I get that from small business owners where the, you know, there's one person, probably a couple people whose sole job or sole purpose in life is to keep that store afloat and it destroys them. I was in that store and I saw that they had a Segway, Ben, a Segway. Uh, a Segway. And I called my brother. I was like, hey, cause he has a, he has a Segway that he uses for his uh, school. I said, Oh, there's a Segway. Uh, it's $200. He's like, wow, $200. Uh, do they have the battery with it? No, they did not have the battery with it. He's like, okay, <laughs> battery is going to cost you $2,000. It's oh the most God. expensive thing about the Segway. And also, <laughs> uh, the batteries that they sell now don't work with the older Segways. Oh, and well, of course. And the guy who was working at the store, he's uh, not the owner. He's just a kid uh, working at the store. Just a kid. I'm sure he's a, a fine person uh, working right. at the store. Anybody under 25 said, is a kid, though. Just so that you know, um, it's actually $275. I cannot sell a Segway. I'm not authorized, but I can sell Segway parts. So the main part uh, is two hundred, and the the handlebars are seventy five dollars. <laughs> and I thought that was kind of funny. That's a that's a weird uh, little uh, loophole thing. I didn't realize segways were so tightly controlled. Yeah, it makes sense though, I guess, because you know the guy fell off a cliff or whatever. Um. Oh, okay. speaking of all that, uh, are there any corrections today? Uh, actually, there are none. Hey, we did it. None correct. 100% correct. That's what we are. Uh, no, yeah. there's there's a good chance that we did say some stuff that was wrong. So, hey, uh, why don't you listen through to our entire back catalog of uh, 243, 243? <laughs> to, this is, uh, this, this is two. Yeah, 243 episodes. And see what we get wrong. And then write to us at Ben's email at yahoo.com at gmail.com. Uh, that email better get uh, corrections from listeners for the next hundred years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I still love the fact that we we came up with an email address that seems really easy, but is almost impossible to figure out. <laughs> uh, you put it in the show notes, though, don't you? Every once in a while, maybe. Every once in a while, not. not I haven't it for a long ha! time. We say to the people. <laughs> No. Um, but Figure you have to listen. Yeah, write to us. Write to us and uh, tell us what we got wrong, and then we'll read it on the air. We'll read it in a segment that we call corrections, but we're not going to sing it because we're not doing it. No, right, exactly. Yeah. and we'll we'll admit that we were wrong. We're not gonna. Yeah, uh, we're not gonna argue. Yeah, no, no. We'll we'll find out that we were wrong, and we'll wait. Have we yeah. ever argued? I'm sure we've argued at least once. Well, the, we we've not we've not argued, but we have we have um. 
uh, disputed some corrections. Yes. Uh, clarified, oh, well, we were actually talking about this, and you were talking yeah. about that, or whatever. Or, yeah. We have had corrections on corrections. So, um, it, with, without that as our segment, I guess the other segment is uh, Nostalgia. Oh, right. Ben and Paul, performance artists. Oh, hey, by the way, um, I've, I've decided I'm going to become a hypnotist. <laughs> I, I am instead of instead of learning new languages. Oh no no! Are you you gotta too? learn new new languages to be a hypnotist. How is he gonna hypnotize the other people? Um, I'm learning yeah. Spanish still. Uh, uh, I'm more in the saga of uh, Senor Perez, El Senor Perez, El Senor Perez mm-hmm. tiene dos escritorios. Uh, that is, uh, Senor Perez. Has two desks. Uh, el Señor Pérez está muy cansado. Uh, that is, uh, Mr. Pérez is very tired. Uh, that kind of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, El yeah, yeah. Señor Pérez no bebe leche. <laughs> He doesn't drink milk. Uh, that kind of thing. I, I just, I like. No baby legend. Yeah. <laughs> Don't milk baby. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, there, there was one thing that they kept repeating over and over again. I thought it was, this is Duolingo. It was something like El Señor Perez Necesito. No, no, not Necesito. Yo Necesito. El Señor Perez Necesita, necesita, necesita. I think it's necesita. Uh, uh, sang- well, is is the is the verb conjugated with the noun or the subject? The, okay, so like, is it is it uh, masculine for El Señor Perez or is the is El Señor Perez? The, uh, the noun is it? Is it a feminine noun? So it's necesita. No, no, necesito. Is, I have no idea necesita, what I'm talking about. By necesita the way. is. Uh, I think it's necesita, <laughs> and it's the verb. It's the verb conjugated for uh, third person. So El Señor Perez necesita siete bolígrafos. Oh, okay. Now I'm now I'm remembering. It's not a. Uh... Yeah. Sound adjective. Right. Yeah, he needs it's been a, he it's needs been, it's been a while. seven pens. All right, so do we want to get to yeah, let's uh, do it. this day in good I was, history? I was, All right, that so. was vamping, Ben. That was me <laughs> giving you time to look it up. You do you do a good job. Thanks. Well, our uh, our next performance that we're gonna talk about is a bit of an unusual one. Oh. Um because uh it's on July second, two thousand four. And it's it's uh it's one where you weren't there. What? It was just me. Oh my gosh. Were you doing were you doing um Scotto's play at that time? Uh let's see. Scotto's play was would that have been Principia Discordia? Discordia? Uh sounds yeah. possible. We were doing it Because at, I'm looking at the list. Yeah, because wasn't that in front of um a different show that was being done. Yeah. Stage door or American book of the dead, because those were the two. I think it might've been American book of the dead. I want to say. All right. 
Because those were the two plays we produced at the empty space. Because yeah. I'm looking at the list here, and like the next for the next three weeks, it's just me. Except the middle one is a video, so you might not have even have been there. Yeah. Anyway, so on July second, two thousand four. Uh, flying under the banner of Goody Lawrence, it was just me. Hey, that's and, what we uh, like to see. Give, I, give me more of that. <laughs> uh, no, no lines to memorize ever. Exactly. So I, uh, I wrote and performed a piece called "I'm Gonna Smash My Ukulele." Oh no! And uh, and that's what I did. I was I, I bought this cheapo ukulele from probably Dusty Strings or something. And uh, I was very unhappy with how it never stayed in tune. I could I would oh, tune it up, yeah. but like right before going out on stage, and uh, I swear to God, on like the first or second strum, it would sound terrible. So I decided to turn it into a bit, and I uh, wrote a song called "I'm Gonna Smash My Ukulele." And I don't I don't remember how it went, but the words are like "I'm gonna smash my ukulele when this song is over." Uh, uh, repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah. Um, or when the timer rings, that's it. I had a kitchen timer, <laughs> and I was gonna get, and I, I set it for like two minutes, <laughs> and I was gonna, and as I was gonna get as far into the song as I could in two minutes, and then when the kitchen timer went off, I smashed the ukulele on the legs of a chair, and then I threw the remaining bits up against the wall, uh, the back wall of the theater, and stormed off. It was actually. Really fun. Uh, you know, can I say this? And I mean this with the utmost uh, respect. That is a Goody Lawrence piece. Even though you came <laughs> up with it all yourself, that that fits our aesthetic like to a T. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm sure you so, told me about uh, it before, but I never fully appreciated it until this moment. You were you were probably uh, you know working on your lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a I had a CD. Uh, called uh mal m-a-l because mal eclipse the younger was the the character that i played and it was all music to get me in the headspace of the guy uh <laughs> that's it was pretty good i still have the cd i think uh but i haven't listened to it in a while uh, i wonder if i did if i would have some sort of a sea change but oh speaking of ukuleles i got another ukulele uh uh, how many does okay. that make now? Because they were they were strewn about your place like nobody's So business. here's what I will say. I have three ukuleles that I personally claim. No, four. <laughs> I have four ukuleles yours. that I personally claim. And they all have different... Do I hear five? No, no. Five ukuleles. <laughs> five! <laughs> no, um, five ukuleles. I have the banjo ukulele. Uh, I have the... Yeah, those are cool. Pineapple ukulele. I have the um, electric ukulele, and now my fourth ukulele, it is a a larger, um, but still a ukulele, uh, electric acoustic, so it has a passive pickup, it doesn't, it's not powered, and it, uh, it's really nice, it's just a nice solidly built ukulele and part of the reason why i got it is because the pineapple ukulele i have which was my standard ukulele you know uh because the banjo one sounds different and plays slightly different the electric one obviously plays different but this one that i have now is like my standard because the pineapple one if i hit the fret that's supposed to match the string 
uh, you know, the next string up and I play them at the same time and those two strings are in tune, then the string when it's open won't be in tune. If that makes sense. It's just slightly off. I'd, I'd have to see it. Yeah, yeah. But is it... Are you are these classic ukulele tunings though? Because I know that you always do. Something oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I've been then. This is the this is the important thing. I have been doing classic ukulele tuning. I am playing the ukulele as it was meant to be played. Now, <laughs> I know it's crazy, but because uh, when when we played and you had the danger uke, it was it was all over the place. Yeah, um, I believe that the, the main thing I I like playing with slides. Which uh, necessitated yeah. being an open chord to play on, but but right. I've been uh, I've been doing like sort of the standard regular tunings, and it's been working out pretty well. Um, you know I I shudder to think uh, what has happened to my slide abilities. You know, have I have I totally uh-huh. lost them? No idea. Uh, but I will say this, um, the, the songs that I do with that, uh, are all like, you know, one I I'm, I'm playing and I'm thinking, okay, the third fret, fifth fret, I'm not thinking of, um, I'm thinking of intervals. I'm not thinking of actual chords, right? Whereas playing yeah. the ukulele, I like, okay. So a d I, I it's it's brought my um my ability to sound different <laughs> up a little bit I think to change is the feel of songs and stuff like that. So you said earlier that you have uh, four ukuleles that you claim. How many ukuleles are in the house? Um, I don't know. There are other ones. Uh, the danger uke is still here, so that's five. Uh, and I'm sorry that I didn't mention the danger you, but it, I, I really did a number on that one. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. it's not necessarily playable. And then there are, there are like, uh, probably four other ones that aren't mine that are just kind of, um, does, does Jennifer play them or, or are they all Betty's? No, well, they're, they're Jennifer's, um, but she oh, really? doesn't necessarily play them. Oh, and then and then uh, I do have another ukulele, uh, the one that Zach Lewis gave me, but that one is at my office, uh, and it also has a tuning issue where it yeah. it goes out of tune a lot. Typical. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a ukulele. You know what you're gonna do. Speaking yeah. of what you're gonna do, uh, she may not come down because she's been doing uh, homework. Hey, Betty. Yeah. Online schoolwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been tough for her. Uh, her freshman year of. I think it's. Oh, you hear the dog? He he. Yeah. Oh yeah. Quite quite clearly. He barks at her when she when she shows up. Yeah. Oh, what is it, Edward? It's Betty. She's coming downstairs. What are you gonna? My do? uh my nephew's the same age as Betty. He's uh he's a freshman in high school. Yeah. And um yeah it's it's they're doing the online learning all the time. Yeah. Well, there, and I mean, this is the thing: is they have a hybrid schedule at the at the high school. She's not on the hybrid schedule. Uh, they're trying to get that. Either some people are trying to go full remote, some people are trying to go half and half. And I'm going to interview Betty, find out 
what her preferred thing is going to be. I can't wait to see what she says because I don't know. And here she is. It's Betty. Hey, Betty. Hi. So, Betty. What? If you had to choose between going back to high school full time, going on a hybrid schedule where you sometimes go to high school and sometimes stay home, or uh, being fully remote, which would you choose? Well, both of us know that me being fully remote, it just makes it impossible. So, the other two. Because, you know, I'd rather get sick than have bad grades. Oh my gosh. I'm only half joking, by the way. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, there you go. I value my education higher than my actual health. Um... So that that's wow. that's this is America. <laughs> uh, don't catch you slip. What, what is it, Betty? Do you know the lyrics to "This Is America" by Childish Gambino? I don't know the lyrics. This is America. Don't catch you slipping, huh? Uh, look what I'm whipping up. I know that part. Yeah. Look. Hey, Betty, what's the coolest thing you know about? The coolest thing I know about is a little anime called... (laughs) (laughs) JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Yeah, called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's about a bloodline of very handsome chiseled guys fighting even more handsome and chiseled guys to, like, I don't know, protect their families? It's actually really cool, but, like, I'm, like, If you you would, if you could describe JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in one word, what would that word be? Gay. Okay, just checking. Uh, Ben, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is perhaps the most homoerotic thing I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) This is a kid's cartoon? Uh, no! It's not a kids cartoon. It's a. It's a. Uh, it's it's you know it's... for teenagers and adults. Yeah. Because I'm a teenager, I'm gonna be an adult like freaking. I don't know. Four years. Four years, and you're gonna be an wait, adult. Wait, no, no, wait. Six years. Six years. Why? What happened? Because I'm fourteen. Yeah, wait. four years. You're eighteen. Oh crap! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I thought you were. You turned to adult when you were twenty for a second. I w- it was confusing. Well, I don't know. There's uh, there is some some Anyways. evidence to suggest that when you're twenty one, that's when you're really considered an adult. Anyways, yeah, there yeah. are things like in in that show, like um, vampire masks and dogs that die. So there's there's this one scene, Ben, for example. Uh, where these two men yeah. uh, are in a contest to see who can climb up this slippery pillar the fastest. <laughs> so they can work on their... I'm sure there's nothing yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you know, there's also a scene where some guy licks another guy's face to tell whether or not he's lying. And uh, there's another scene where these two guys are magnetized. Oh, and, uh, you know, so they, <laughs> oh, um, so he tries to slide down the other guy's body, uh, uh, and he gets his face caught and he's like, oh no, this is embarrassing. So he tries to get away 
and then more embarrassing positions happen. It's, it's, uh, and they're both like, oh, we're not really doing this. Uh, and people are looking at, anyway, there's, it's tons of that, Ben. Like non, uh, yeah, nonstop. I've not, I've, I've not watched a lot of manga, but it, it uh, sounds well, like I'm there's sorry. manga that I I'm have. I'm sorry, seen. Betty's about to correct you on something. <laughs> it's watching anime. Manga is the, uh, is the books, is the comic books. Manga is the books. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. I was wrong. I uh, mixed the two. Betty <laughs> is an otaku. Oh, oh, uh, oh, careful. Oh, no. Oh, no. The dog. The dog can tell you're about to swear on the podcast. He's telling you not to. Um, okay. So, uh, Betty, thank you very much for being on the podcast again. I like talking about things I'm passionate about. Yeah, that's good. I like it when you are passionate about things. I look forward to your future JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you should have seen the disdain in which she dismissed the idea of having a podcast. Look, you should I'm see my face when someone mentions the podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Ouch. I don't. I don't have a a podcast, and I probably never will. Oh, oh no! So, oh. Yeah, suck it. Oh my gosh. Oh no, Betty! Ben, you might you might have to take a listen to that. So. <laughs> uh, she sounds like she dunked on you pretty uh, hard. Oh, over yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I just like the. I don't have a podcast. I'm not a middle aged man. Uh, that was nice. Right. Um. Hey, how long until I stop being middle aged? That's a question. It is pretty true. I mean. And being what elderly? For, well, this is the question. I'm 47, right? 47 yeah. plus 47. That's 94, my good man. So what? Like, I mean, wh- when do you stop being middle aged? Like a 60 year old person isn't middle aged anymore, right? They're just old. You know what? I, uh, that all kind of sounds like a state of mind, you know, it, because a very healthy, active sixty-year-old, I wouldn't consider them elderly. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I think I think you hit elderly when there comes a point when oh, you can't necessarily wait a second. do everything on your okay, own. Okay, Ben, I think I I get it. Right, you have your young age, your middle age, and then your old age, and your oh, old okay. age. So middle age is not just you've hit the middle. Of how old this is, Ben, and I'm serious about this. This is the first time I've ever considered this that that's what middle age means. <laughs> I I thought that when you were middle aged, you were you were at the exact middle of how old you're going to be. Well, how well then? How would you know? Uh, you know, I always considered middle aged people to just you know constantly go to rent fairs and, <laughs> and yeah, do that I, kind I of thing. I getcha, forsooth, and all that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Ben, I hate to tell Paul, you this, but uh, what's that? The old clock on the wall is saying that <laughs> it's about time for us to head off to greener pastures. Now, partner. Yes. Let me let me tell you this. Uh, am I talking a little slower because I realize that we're still 
uh, about uh, 20 seconds out from the end? Maybe so. Although you just... You just reminded me of something. When I was a kid uh, and I would talk to one, a certain one of my friends on the phone, he would always end conversations by saying, hey, I got something important to tell you. And be like, what? And he would hang Oh, up. no. Hey, <laughs> so here's a question for you. Palabra jot. Does that mean anything to you? No. Okay. Uh, when I was a kid, I actually saw uh, the end of this show with this animated like bug type thing. Who would tell you a story, and then you were supposed to write the end of the story. And if you wrote ah. the end of the story and sent it in, you would be part of, quote, the club, Holy unquote. Ah. And the 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 secret uh, word or the motto of the club was palabra jot. Which, palabra which jot. meant write word words. Jot. Uh, okay. That's what they said anyway. That's what it meant. But palabra, yeah. and, and here's the thing. Uh, I just learned palabra means word in Spanish. And yeah. so uh, then all of a sudden it came to me, palabra jot, and I looked it up on YouTube, and I finally saw it again. This was something that I saw maybe when I was five years old, <laughs> and it stuck in my head. Yeah, it stuck yeah. in you. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Palabra sounds like, you know, um, uh, a name for uh, uh, like a cute little girl. Oh, palabra. Get in the house, palabra. palabra. Come on. <laughs> Company's coming over. Put your shoes on. We're at Grandma's house. Palabra. Yeah, I like it. Oh, and of course her. Did you do your homework, brother, Palabro? <laughs> oh man! All right. And with that, I think it's time to the say goodbye. The Palabros. I like it. All right. Hey Ben. There has to be. There has to be some sort of like you know electric company type uh, uh, show in Mexico or Spain where they have the Palabros. Yeah, I like it. Oh, oh, one last thing, and then I'll, I'll stop. When I was in basic training, uh, the 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 t the flight the the people that I were that I was in basic training with uh, wanted to call themselves the dogs, and they couldn't because uh, there was already a flight called the dogs, and so I suggested oh. that we call ourselves los perros. <laughs> uh, because we had a lot of a lot of Spanish speaking guys in there, and there were two holdouts who refused to do it because, and I quote, "We're Americans, and America is an English country." And we were all like, all the other people were like, "No, it it really isn't. It, there yeah. is no official U.S. language." But they wouldn't listen. So, well, glad to see that racism was still alive and well in, in the military. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm not going to say anything else. All that I will say is that, yes! Uh, yes, yes, it is. And was. Uh, maybe it's not as and much. But I will be. say this also. Um, a lot of my anti-racism training came from my time in yeah. the Air Force. That's when I first really got exposed to that kind of thing. So, good on, hmm. good on the institution... For trying to keep yeah. uh, that stuff at bay. And uh, with that, Ben, I ask with you that. to keep it wrong. I'll certainly try, and I hope that you keep it wrong as well. And I'll talk, talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. week, my friend. All right. Adios. Bye. Yes. Adios. This is America. Speak English. Oh, man. I, I'm, I'm still trying to get room tone. That's all. Oh, uh, it went off. <laughs> Furnace went off. Off to... 
Do pull do it from do. the middle. Okay, pull it from the middle. That's what. You... No, oh my God. All right, I'll talk to you later, Ben. See ya. I'm hanging up. Oh, I got something important to tell you.